Well, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's time to rise and shine. Huh? How many of you are here today? Good. Good to welcome those online too. It's my uh, honor this morning to take some time after the service today to sign some books. My newest book is out today. It's called 21 Days of Soul Food. And I wrote it while I was on sabbatical. I wrote it for myself probably more than anybody else. Uh, But I think it will be a benefit to many. You know, our soul is often neglected and we don't realize it. It's beat up by world conditions and situations in our lives and even choices of our own. And it needs to be restored. It needs to be refreshed. Because it's very important. Uh, John was writing to his friend Gaius and he said, I pray that you will prosper in all things and be in health even as your soul prospers. There's a, there's a deep connection between your soul and the ability to prosper in all of life. And so um, 21 Days of Soul will help your soul to sing. Uh, we, sing that, we sang it this morning. That we have a soul that needs to be a singing soul. And sometimes the, the song we're singing is a drudge rather than a, a hallelujah, huh? So it's time for us to awaken our soul. And our soul uh, is the seat of our emotions, our desires, our appetites, and our personality. It differs from the spirit in that the spirit, excuse me, yeah, the spirit, here we go. (laughs) The spirit is the breath of life, but the soul is the living out of life. And if we're going to have a healthy soul, it has to be a healthy life and a prosperous life. Our soul has to be healthy and prosperous. And so this will give you 21 days to soak into things that the scripture talks about, gives us antidotes to some of the conditions of the world that want to deplete our soul and gives us vitamins into our soul. So it's great soul food. How many like soul food? In the natural. Yeah. I do too. I, uh, I eat to feed my body. I dine to feed my soul. And so I encourage you to grab a hold of this book. And also out there this morning, there are going to be all my other books. I have eight books total. And uh, those books will be, the rest of the books will be off for 30% off, available in the bookstore. And I encourage you to walk into the bookstore and look through the books that we have. We've got some great authors in there that you can take advantage of. And uh, they will feed your soul. All right, so... Right after service this morning, I'll be in the foyer and I will be signing 21 Days of Soul Food. God bless you. Now it's my privilege to introduce our speaker this morning, Michelle Dews. Come on. Grace, a great family here. Yeah, yeah. It's a real privilege to have Michelle and her husband, Alex, as part of our, part of our team here at the mission. We're really honored. Uh, Michelle has, is noted for her, uh, her ability to communicate the prophetic ministry in a way that really brings life and joy into people's lives. Uh, pr- prophetic processing is a real gift that she has, and uh, not only here in, at the mission, but all over the world. Uh, and so it's a real privilege to have her here. She oversees our prophetic community here at the mission. We're so privileged to have you here. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. Woo! God bless us all. Amen. All right. 
had to get my little cup because the amazing Rush team wrote a little uh, note on it and, and um, just said, good luck, you'll do amazing, the Rush team. So I thought, okay, I'll take a little Holy Spirit planned out, spontaneous luck. <laughs> all right. First of all, I just want to say... Um, I have so loved what has been transpiring in this house when we come together. The presence of God, when we come together as one body to worship, to express our love and adoration, to surrender in that moment as one, is so powerful. And I can feel it shifting things in the, in the spirit and in the natural. And I want to encourage you to begin to take note of those places in your life where you're not the same. Sometimes things happen so naturally that we don't take note and recognize that was a miracle. God, you just did that. Sometimes we just go, oh, wow, that was cool. That was awesome. Right on. Okay, right on, God. And we keep going. But I feel like we are in a time and in a season where we need to begin to pin the miracles and the testimony of God that is coming through your life. Do you hear me? It is time to write the vision, which is your testimony. Do you know that? That the vision of God is your life? It's your ministry, it's your business, it's your children, it's your testimony, it's your finances. Everything about you is, where is she? Where is Katie? Right there. Right in front of me. Katie, that you wrote that song. There is such an anointing on you. To write what is the heart of the secret place of God. And I believe that it's coming through you and many others in this house and for this season. Not just for this house, but for everyone who comes and tunes in. For those of you that are online. For those of you that are on YouTube. Wherever you are, if you are hearing the sound and the voice of God coming from this house... You are being invited into something new. Amen? Katie's not the only one with songs, with stories, with poetry, with pictures, with testimonies. Every single one of us here, every single one of you online, you have an incredible story that declares his goodness and his victory. And you get to be the main character. That's an incredible privilege and honor. Write. Declare. Because when your voice resonates with the frequency of his voice, guess what happens? Things begin to shift. Things begin to manifest. Everything around you that is out of order must come into the alignment of its creator. Okay, that's not even what I'm talking about today. Actually, it kind of is, but <laughs> Jesus. Whew. All right. Holy Spirit, this is your house. Father, this is your house. Jesus, 
you are worshipped in this house and in these homes. I thank you that you are not spontaneous. But that you have prepared every one of us through our life, through our journey, to herald your truth. Wow. I thank you for what we have planned to say today. I believe that it is from you. But I also thank you that you have this incredible way of speaking into each heart so uniquely and so powerfully. And so we just surrender to you. Would you just intentionally say that with me right now? Holy Spirit, I surrender to your voice. I surrender to what is on your heart. My ears are attuned to your voice. Amen. You're going to hear things I didn't say. Thank God. (laughs) Because I can only get so much in. (laughs) And he does the work. So today I felt like I was supposed to share with you something that the Lord has been doing in my life. I believe that what happens in each of our lives is an invitation for someone else to partake. Right? The only way I can be a gift is if I'm given to be opened up and shared. Right? Look around the room. For those of you that are home, if you're on your couch, you're at your computer, you're on your phone, look around where you are. If you don't see anyone, see the cloud of witnesses. Because we are never alone. Okay? But what I'm going to share with you is really an invitation. A few months ago, I was pondering, as most of us do coming into a new year, I was pondering what 2022 was going to be like. Okay? And as I was thinking about the last couple of years and I had known in 2018 and 2019, actually, when I woke up in the morning of 2019, that the Lord actually spoke to me about 2022. And he said, everything that is happening right now, 19, it actually started in 15, but 19, 20, 21 is actually for what I will begin to expose, reveal, and build on for 2022. So get ready. What we're doing right now is under the ground. It's foundational. And so I had full expectation that in 2022, I was going to begin to see uh, advancement. I was going to see built, you know, when it's like, you'll see an area and then they come and they wipe it out. And then they, you don't, it doesn't look like they're building much. It's because they're going underground. They dig so far underground, according to the type of building that they're about to build in that area determines how far down the rebarb is going to go. Now I am not in construction, so I'm sure I'm jacking this up, but this was the analogy the Lord gave me. He said, I'm digging deep. I'm shaking everything that can be shook because what I'm establishing in the lives of my people will withstand the test of time. I'm going to build and build and build on this time through eternity. 
Wow. Amen. So I'm thinking about 2022 and what it's supposed to look like. And the spirit dropped something in me that wasn't challenging at first. It was like, oh yeah, okay, we got this. I've been here. What he showed me, this is what he said, and then this is what he showed me. He said, Michelle, you've asked me to bless you and expand your territory, which I am doing. But I am doing it relationally. Everything I am doing upon the earth, I do relationally. He showed me seasons of stretching and advancement. But he said he was doing so through relationship with others. That my advancement and my taking of territory would be relational. Which means not independent. Not apart from others. But with for and through other people. That sounded great, I thought. I was like, I have such an amazing community and group of people in my life. This is going to be fun. What are we going to get to do together? The Lord has chosen well for me, the people that support me. I mean, this morning, for goodness sake, during worship, I had so many people coming up and loving on me and encouraging me. Sewing into me. I have people that text me almost every day. The love of God. I lack no good thing relationally. So when he said this to me, I was like, whoo, I thought it was going to be difficult. Awesome. Let's do this. But quickly, <laughs> I realized that he was saying new territory, new relationships. And I will be so honest with you people. I thought to myself, how, where, when, and who? I don't have time for anybody new. Lord, you have so filled my schedule. You have so filled my life. How am I going to make room for new people? I'm being honest because I love people. The one that is in front of me is the most important person in that moment to me. I can encounter God's love through just being with them and hearing them and encouraging them and being encouraged by them. I am full. I lack no good thing relationally. And yet he's saying, I'm stretching you. I'm expanding your territory through new people. This phrase began to circle around in my thoughts. Relational territory. A few years ago, he spoke to me about relational portals. It was actually back in 2015. He began to speak to me of relational portals. And I'm like, what is a relational portal? Is that like voodoo or something? I mean, is that like new age? Relational portal? Can we say that? (laughs) I'm just being honest. So I asked him, Talk to me about this. What is a relational portal? And he says, well, when you get in relationship with them, things accelerate in your life. Oh. I said, well, can you show me an example of who that would be? And he said, yes. Keith Ferrante. 
Dan McCollum. Those are two people, when I began to pursue relationship with them as brothers and fathers, there was an acceleration in my growth. There was an acceleration in my life that I'm living in today. There were relational portals. Things began to quickly move, move off of me and through me. But here's a new word, relational territory. What does this mean? What does this look like? What will this require from me? And then Tammy gives this word about occupying. And she's saying occupying, and I'm thinking relational territory. How do I occupy new relationships? I'm going to have to say no to these people so I can say yes to these people. How am I going to do that? And I began to feel anxious. Okay? As I processed relational territory, the Lord reminded me of two things. He said, Michelle, in the prayer of Jabez, when he prayed, would you bless me indeed? Would you enlarge my territory? Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. He said, if you read that story, you will see all who benefited from my blessing of Jabez. It was not unto Jabez. What are you praying for? What are you asking God to do on your behalf? Have you thought about who that's connected to? Who that's for? I don't always, to be honest with you. I can be very just focused on me and my family. We need this. We need to see this happen, God. But now he's causing me to look up and look out. Because territory is not just right here. When you're in new territory, you have to look to the horizon. You have to look up and out. And if you're going to occupy, guess what? We have to move towards that up and out. Amen? He also reminded me of something that he had told me a few years ago. He said, everything I'm doing upon the earth, I am doing relationally. I want you to think about this. He said, I do not move outside of relationships. I move through relationships. You guys, we have come through a pretty hard season. We're still coming through it where we were isolated, where we learned to protect others by distancing ourselves to keep them safe. And that was good and necessary. But a side effect of that is that we have learned to and become comfortable with, satisfied with, only engaging online because it's safe. It's safe to hide behind a Zoom. It's safe to follow my community online. And I mean no offense I, well, maybe a little. I don't mean to offend. 
I mean to encourage and to stir you up. I mean to challenge you. We value the ability to speak a message here in California and for it to go all around the world. We need that. That is the acceleration of God. But if you only choose online and you only choose to keep yourself from a place of distance and isolation, then you are not allowing God to move relationally through you. Or I should say this, you are limiting his ability to write your story and read it to others. You're limiting his ability. I limit his ability to be known intimately by someone else through my life. Does this make sense? My territory doesn't belong to me. Your territory does not belong to you. But we have been given the privilege to partner in relationship with him. So as I take territory, he takes territory. As I pursue, he pursues. As I invest, he is investing. There is no separation between church and state here. There is no separation between the government of me and the government of God. Jesus. When he called me to start my prophetic processing business... Uh, I woke up one morning and I heard the audible voice of God say, it's time to start your business. And I literally went, if it wasn't so audible, if it wasn't, and, and maybe nobody else heard it, but it was so audible to me, I would have discarded it as something different. I don't know. But it was so clear, so clean, so sound. And I said, like the faithful, obedient servant that I am. <laughs> yes, Lord, your servant listens. No, I didn't. I said, what? I'm waking up. I said, what? And he says, it's time to start your business. What business? Your prophetic processing business. Oh, that's not a business, Lord. That's a ministry. That's just my passion. That's just what I do. That's just what you've enabled me to do. And he said, it's time. You know how he does that. It's time to start your business. Over the next few weeks, I argued because I know nothing about business. But every time I asked him a question, he answered it with a resource. Who to talk to, what to do, the timing of that, all of it. I could not argue. I could not use my inability as an excuse to disobey or to delay obey. That just came to me. I can't take credit for that. Okay? Delay obey is disobey. Right? But my biggest argument was, was this. God, 
In doing so, you are exposing my greatest strengths. I won't be able to hide anymore, but also my greatest weaknesses. How in the world, in one moment, can you feel so vulnerable and raw and so excited at the same time? I knew that if I stepped into this, I could no longer hide in the back. I could no longer keep silent. But I would be required to move forward. But I also would be exposed for the lack of education, my inability to organize. I don't know anything about finances. My administration skills, I have a word for it, but I won't say it here. All the things that you really need to have a successful business, I don't get. And this is what he said to me. He said, Michelle, I snap because it's like I hear him snap at me. Honey, wake up. He said, Michelle, I have equipped you. I have fully equipped you for everything that I'm asking you to do. And if you can't do it, I've surrounded you with people who can. New relational territory. I cannot build in the kingdom of God alone. I must build in family. I must build relationally in community. What are you building right now? We are in a building year. We are in an establishing year. What is it that God has put on your heart? What dream have you tried to shove down in silence that is saying, no, 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 my mask is off. It is time. I want my voice to be heard. That's what your dreams are saying. My mask is off. It's time for me to be herald. But we herald our dreams in relationship. Not everyone will have a microphone and a platform. But everyone who you are in relationship with is your platform. Everyone that you are in relationship deserves to hear the testimony of God. Deserves to hear your dreams, your passions. Wow, time flies so fast. You need to stop. I have a Joshua anointing on my life, and so I'm going to ask the sun to stand still and for time to wait. <laughs> I want to read something to you under the, content, on, under the context that we are the body of Christ, right? We are the body of Christ. Some are hands, feet, teeth, ears, cochleas fingers, whatever you are, you are part of the body of Christ. We are joined together. But when a foot decides it doesn't want to be a foot anymore, does it affect the body? Yes. That that looks kind of funny, doesn't it? Muscles that are strengthened increase the overall strength 
of the whole body. Think about who you are in the body of Christ. We've heard it said, my breakthrough is your breakthrough. But I will tell you this, that is only true when I walk openly, openly in the breakthrough that I have had and I share it with you. If I keep everything quiet and mine or just for my few, then I am limiting the power of God to move through my life and strengthen the body. We must be willing to pursue relationships with others and to those who are different from us. We have all been hardwired for connection. Don't believe the lie. You were hardwired to need people. You were hardwired to desire and want relationship. You were created in family. Midway through last year, we began to unpack the metamorphosis that we are in. Dave and Ryan both spoke about the process of the caterpillar becoming a butterfly. I love the science behind this. Dave called it mush, and I thought, well, what a scientific name. But it actually is scientifically mush. Um, I want to read something that Kathy Phillips brought to our our, uh, devotions one time. It blew me away. This is an article about imaginal cells. Has anyone in here heard of imaginal cells? One, two, three. Those who are on staff. Okay. This article was published in 2015. I'm going to read it directly because I don't want to butcher it. So bear with me. Bear with me. Have you heard of imaginal cells? Although they are associated with the insect life cycle, for me, they are a great metaphor for the way the world is undergoing transformation at the moment. Imaginal cells are the ones that create the incredible process of metamorphosis that occurs when a caterpillar changes into a butterfly. These cells hold all the potential for the future. But initially, they act separately. Before combining as one to create something incredible that is a great improvement on the previous existence, the process of this change is amazing. Within the chrysalis, the structure of the caterpillar dissolves into a soupy organic mush. Hitherto dormant cells, imaginal cells... Form the caterpillar, I'm sorry, from the caterpillar, start to develop the new structure of a butterfly, even though there is no similarity whatsoever between the two creatures. Now get this. Initially, each of the imaginal cells operate as a single cell organism, entirely independent of one another. Listen to what happens. The immune system of the caterpillar even identifies them as a threat and begins to attack them. Think about the body. Think about our world. Think about what's been happening. For the last few years, we have been attacking ourselves. God is not coming back for multiple churches. He is coming back for one church, one bride, one body, and yet we throw accusation at one another. 
I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at the enemy because we have forgotten. We don't fight against flesh and blood. We fight against our brother. Sorry. This gets me worked up. And you know those people that you don't like? You know those people that have a lifestyle that you despise for whatever reason? Do you know they may have a name that has been written and grafted to the body of Christ and you just don't see it yet? We have got to surrender. We hold up arms, but we have lost our surrender to the King of Kings. We forget that he says, I fight your battles. You fight your battle how in worship to me with your hands held high. You fight your battle on your knees, not face to face with mankind. How you fight with mankind is you wrap my arms around them. You encourage them. You strengthen them. You call out what they see. That's how you fight the battle of the Lord. That's how you partner with love. That's what love does. I know some of you that are like, but politically speaking, we need to get out there and make a difference. Yeah, infiltrate. Be on the SWAT team. Go low, get in, and love. Love the hell out of them. Become a lawyer, become a doctor, become a teacher, become a law writer, become a counselor, become a mental therapist, but, okay, Jesus, but get off your butt and do something. (laughs) Now I'm not accused. Like I say that generally speaking, this church is full of people who are movers and shakers and who are loving people that are going into the community and making things happen. And I've. Thank you for that. I say this to myself. Okay. The immune system of the caterpillar, we're happy we're smiling. (laughs) The immune system of the caterpillar even identifies them as threats and attacks them. Regardless, get this, here is hope. Here's what's happening. Regardless, the imaginal cells continue. They multiply. They connect with one another, forming clusters. They are stronger together. They start to resonate with the same frequency and communicate in the same language. What is our language, church? Say it again. We have but one language. And it can be translated in all languages. We have the language of love. Ask yourself before you say something, what does love do? What does love say? When I lose it on my kids, I go, I feel so convicted because though I love them, that was not love. Okay, they start to resonate on the same frequency and communicate in the same language, passing information backwards and forwards until there is a tipping point. 2022 is the tipping point, my friends. When they stop acting as individuals, as individual separate cells and instead become a multi-celled organism, it becomes a butterfly. 
I know that we can take this analogy and apply it to our Christian faith easily. The transformation that takes place as a new creation. This scientific process is beautiful and powerful. It's a reflection of what is made available to us when we allow, when we surrender to the process of being made new in Christ. But I want to focus particularly on the coming together. It was as they clustered together that they were able to be stronger And actually become what they were created for. I want you to look around at all the imaginal cells in this room. I am who I am today because of the people that God brought me in relationship with. You are who you are today, good and bad. Because of the people who have invested, the people who have hurt you, the people who have invested in you, have partnered with you, together we become who God has created us uniquely to be. As I'm processing this new territory, the Lord challenged me, new relationships. So in doing so, I was sitting with a friend of mine. She was in a new relationship, and as she began to share something that Jesus does with her, I was undone. She said, he just kind of drops this this poetry. I can't take credit for it because it just kind of comes to me, and I just start writing. So I asked, well, can, can I hear it? Can I hear something? And she shared with me one poem in particular, but a few, and I was undone because I agree she didn't write this she didn't come up with this it's profound and there is an anointing as she shared this poetry as she shared the heart of Jesus he said I have something to say but I only work relationally so who do I have relationship with that will hear me in this way Who will honor my words? Who will stop and pause and partner? And as my friend Laura began to open her life to me, and I began to receive of who Jesus is through her, the treasure that she is, I was added to. I got to become even more made in the image and the likeness of Christ because I know her. This is the invitation As you pursue the treasures that he has hidden in other people, you pursue him. You guys, I'm not just talking about, hey, let's be friends. Yeah, let's be friends. But I'm actually going to pursue Christ when I pursue you. And I'm going to think and believe that when you invite me to coffee, you actually want to know him. Right? So I can do how's the weather for about five seconds. And then I just want you to know what he's doing. Are you willing to, with me, expand into new territory relationally? 
Laura, I'm going to go ahead and have you come up. I want to invite you next Sunday. We've heard you. The leaders of this house, we listen. We too, like you, desire more opportunities to connect, to know one another. But I will tell you this. It's not all up to us. We can create opportunities. But you are responsible to pursue relationship with one another. In this house, outside of this house, wherever you are, pursue Christ through pursuing others. Amen. Next Sunday, we will have this house full of tables of all the different things that are happening, all the different opportunities to partner with other people, to learn and grow from one another. And I want to encourage you, visit every table, sign up for things to do. Especially if you have said, I'm just having a hard time connecting. That's a real thing. I can be surrounded by people and not feel connected, but that's not on them. That's on me. Amen. Laura is going to share this poem. Do you see all these notes I'm skipping through here? (laughs) And as she shares this poem, I want to invite you to open up your heart, open up your spirit, but open up your ears to hear Jesus through this friend. Come on over. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I am. Um, I just was altering something that I sent to her. So, excuse me. Um, thank you, Lord. So this poem is called "Hideaway Find." And um, after talking to Michelle, the Lord gave me a second half, and I feel after hearing her message that I'm supposed to share that as well. It's not as refined, but it's the word of the Lord. So glory to God. So, it's called Hideaway Find. Oh, hide and seek, greet and meet, come take a sneaky peek as I pull back the veil. Oh, lion pride, dew and snow outside, warm fire within, come draw into the din as I pull back the veil. Oh, blind as bats with sonic rare, swift wind wings, favor growing springs, I'll take you out into the deep as I pull back the veil. Oh, my golden ones, all shiny inside, glitter dripping, sip sipping, backflip flipping, following closely right behind as I pull back the veil. As I pull back the veil, as I, as I pull back the dark night, the blinded eye, the cover up, the surface level, the only skin deep, there is no devil, lies, lies, lies. Come, let's take a dip. Let's take a trip down into the depths of me, down into the mystery where my glory, my wisdom hides, waiting, waiting each night for someone, someone to search her out, for someone, someone to finally tire of the old and come and play the game of hideaway, 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 find. 
created by me from the beginning of time, for my good pleasure, by my tremendous design. I sought you so you could seek me. I bought you so you could find, find, find me, find me by design, find. Three, two, one, ready or not, here we come. Where do we look for you, Lord? Keep seeking. Where do we find you, Lord? Keep looking. Look past your fears. Look past your easy. Look past their flaws. Look past and see me. You found me. You found me in the love of another. You found me in the chat with a new friend in the depths of your brother. You found me here in my image bearer. In that awkward smile, you found me in this place. Now you're brave enough to discover. Here in the hearts um, of my people beats the heart of your Savior. My heart in their heart together, the full picture Together, my fullness, together, we're one. Stand for Jesus in Laura. We applaud the Lord in every single one of us. We applaud him through your lives. We applaud him through your victories, through your suffering. We applaud him. Seek to find him when you seek to find me. Would you say that? Would you be willing to be someone's new territory? I feel like there are people that God's been highlighting to some of us here. People that we have, maybe they've rubbed us wrong. The very sound of their voice drives us crazy. We avoid them at all costs. I want to give you a minute. See them. In fact, close your eyes with me right now. Would you see that neighbor, that boss, that coworker, that friend? That son or daughter? The family member? Um, would you with me just repent? For despising the difference. And would you with me commit unto the Lord to seek to find him in them? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Would you actually speak? I just heard the Lord say, speak a blessing. Right now, that person or those people, it might be a people group. Would you 
through the eyes, through the heart and love of Christ, extend your hand to them right now and speak a blessing of love. Lord, I don't understand them. It appears as though they don't know you, but would you bless them with your love? Would you take their hate and envelop them with love? And would you move my heart to pursue them in pursuing you? Amen. Amen. Look at that. I'm only three minutes, two minutes over. Okay. Ministry team, if you want uh, to come up, if there's... Oh, Dave, go ahead. Yes, you can. Please. <laughs> Help a woman out. <laughs> Thank you, Michelle. Thank you. It's good to be encouraged to not isolate ourselves from one another. Amen. But I want us to also recognize that we cannot isolate ourselves from the world around us, and that's obviously part of what you're saying to us today. And we have a world right now that's on the verge of really ugly things, and we need to pray for the Ukrainian people. We need to pray for the Russian people and pray um, a wall of protection against that which would try to bring greater destruction in our world. If you know your history, you know it's moments like these that led into worldwide conflict. And it needs the the people of God to stand in this moment and declare that that's not going to happen here. There are people dying as we speak. And we 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 have taken authority in this house, not only over our city, but over the world and the nations of the world. And we have watched as we've prayed from this place, we've watched... Uh, global things change. We're going to stand today and do the same for these precious people in both of these nations. Would you please stand with me? I'm going to give you one minute in just a moment, and we're actually going to do it according to 60 seconds. Not a preacher's minute. (laughs) But a true minute. And in a moment, I want you not to silently pray, I want you to begin to call out and declare authority in an authority that God gives us in his word into these nations, into the protection of these people, into the mind and hearts of men who are not righteous, but God can speak to an unrighteous leader and can change history in that unrighteous leader. So we're going to take a moment and we're going to call out. I want everyone in this room to begin to declare some things in the spirit and you got to do it out loud. I want you to use your outside voice, your outside voice. And you say, well, what if I make a mistake? It doesn't matter. I think he knows what you're trying to say. He knows your heart. He knows the cry of your heart. And you say something that, that you go, well, what should I have said that? Well, it's okay. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's time for we as a people of God to stand for those who are disenfranchised, for those who are, are being uh, inundated in things we can't even imagine as a people. And we stand with them. 
We also stand with the Russian people. Hear me this morning. We stand with the Russian people. God loves the Russians. He loves the Ukrainians. Even loves the Americans. <laughs> so I'm just talking right now while you prepare yourself to speak. You prepare yourself to stand on the wall and declare into the atmosphere. You begin to take possession of the territory God's given us. That we go beyond the four walls of this building. Beyond our own relationships that we need to encourage and strengthen. And speak into another relationship, another territory, relational territory. That God has given us from this place. There are flags on these walls. Are there for a reason. I don't know if you ever noticed when you walk in the building, there's a big banner. As you, you, you probably don't even, you probably haven't even seen it, but it's huge. My house shall be a house of prayer for all nations. All right. So here we go. You're going to have 30 seconds. I got it right here. 30 twice. Thank you. Thank you. So you ready? So, Father, we just right now, as we begin to declare these things, we just, we pray a release of the voices, a release of the voices, a release of the voices right now. You now have 60 seconds. Go. Father, we declare your will and purposes over the nations of the world. Right now, we declare these things. Right now. Come on, guys. Come on. Come on. That's it. Come on. nations have a righteous call upon those nations righteous call upon those nations to declare healing restoration righteousness to come into those nations in jesus name that fullness of your glory will be seen in that land Lord, where there's destruction you will bring favor and healing in jesus name we just declare these things come on 20 seconds more come on ramp it up ramp it up ramp it up standing in the gap for a people, for a nation. Jesus, we thank you. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We, as your people, Stand in this moment and declare, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done in Romania, in Czechoslovakia, in Croatia, in all of Eastern Europe, Lord, over Ukraine right now. Let it be done according to your will and purposes established. Lord, we just pray, we just pray that the people of Ukraine will find supernatural provision in this moment. In this moment, Lord. They will see things they never thought they could see. In the darkness of the moment, the light would shine. Let it be so when we pray over the Russian people. For your grace to abound, abound over them. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And that the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ will shine in that darkness. We declare your will be done. Your kingdom come. In, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Come on.
Don't, don't hesitate to pray for them as you go through your days and the days ahead. And uh, just bless those people. Let's, let's see the will of God and purposes of heaven be done on our, in our earth. Right? All right. Um, ministry team, if you'll come forward and be ready. If, if you would like someone to stand and pray with you, bless you, and agree with you in prayer, we would love to do that. So ministry team, please come. Thank you for making their way here. All right. Next week, I'm going, to be, I'm going to be following up on this message that was so beautifully done this morning. Uh, I'm going to talk about what it really looks like to be in unity. So we'll do that next week. And, you know, if the Lord so wills it and allows it, right? Okay, so you're, you're welcome to go, or are you welcome to stay? You can love on each other, bless each other. Before you leave the room, I'm going to be signing my books back there, and I encourage you to go through the, the bookstore and see all the other resources that are out there uh, that will bless your soul and feed your soul. God bless you. If you want prayer, these people are up here. They've prepared themselves to pray for you. They would love to do that. You're welcome.